Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Lorianne, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another listen here with us at Recharge of Soul. Thank you for, for spending some time with us here. I am half of the host here, Bailey Code, and then the other host, Ann Code, her mama. My mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if you're new here, we're a mother-daughter duo who do um, international women's retreats, but so many other offerings as well. And um, the podcast is just a, a gift we like to give out to give accessible tools to people that maybe can't make a retreat. Um, so there is some some way that you can pick up ways to elevate your life or maybe gain some inspiration or just listen to a lighthearted conversation. So I, it has been a wild ride since I've seen you last. Just crazy. We um, last Monday, this just this past, is it this past Monday? What is today? Today's Monday. So a week Today's ago Monday, to... Yeah. A week ago today, we were sitting, all of us, me, you, Grizz, Bear, the Blackie, Levi, all sitting together and going, get, feeling super squishy, super emotional. And I've still had some moments of that. And then we, here we are both, you're in your place, I'm in my place. And so much has happened in between. It is wild. So I'm just going to start really quick and just tell you all, because you're going to be majorly blown away by the loading the dog and our cat who we've had for forever. And this cat is like a major alpha cat into a double cab truck and driving from Northern California through a snowstorm with these animals and landing here on Saturday, having the whole house packed up, having Bailey and Levi all packed up. They took off and they're in Las Vegas now. And, and Bailey's super happy because it's sunny and, and I am super happy, but it is not sunny here. It has rained. It has, it is snowed. It has, there's been sleet. There's apparently different kinds of snow. There's something called dots. There's something called fluff snow. There's like, they have all these different names for snow who would have thought and um, we're getting settled in. And Bailey, Bailey, this house is blowing my mind. I had no idea. I couldn't remember what the house looked like. It has been such a haste. So I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, it has, it's been years since I've had to relocate and be in a house like this. And it is just like, I am um, so grateful. Just feeling so, so grateful. You're loving it. I'm I'm loving it, although our our furniture is not arriving. I should have done like Grizz and I should have done what Bailey did. We should have took our stuff with us and hit the road. <laughs> we did talk they to they have a lot more stuff than we did. So. And, mm-hmm. and so when I explain what you had done with all of your furniture and your car. Okay, so we had we got rid of a lot of stuff. I I've never been on Facebook Marketplace. 
which apparently is really a great thing to do. So I got rid of all of the stuff from, from my fitness company, except for a few things. We, we had gotten, gave a majority of it to a, a couple who have a um, low income thing they do for kids up in for teenagers actually in Reno. So that was really awesome. We, and then we got rid of, it's amazing. You know, when they say one man's junk is another man's treasure. I mean, it was wild. Some of the things that people were buying and some things that I thought, wow, like, wow, this is amazing. Everybody is going to want this. We ended up with, we had to give it to Goodwill. <laughs> it was like so funny. And so got rid of all of that stuff, had then had a garage sale to get rid of the final stuff and then ended up actually gifting a whole bunch of the weights to Kaya Fit, who I've never really, I don't believe in competition, but if, if anybody was my competition, it was Kaya Fit, and we ended up giving a bunch of weights to them. So it was like, it was just so awesome and surreal and wonderful to be able to do that. They all came out and picked up the weights and they were really grateful for them. And now, I, and those weights were loved. I mean, they were majorly loved. So that was done. So that was super squishy. Then we, then we had somebody come, Grizz, my husband, Coach, coached football with a guy who owns a moving company. So we had them come out and they packed up the house for us and, um, and of everything that was left over after Marsha cleaned out the house. So the last time we moved, we took a bunch of clutter with us. I mean, a bunch of dusty old things and paperwork we didn't need because we just didn't know. And it was a fast move. We sold our house super quick and then moved into a rental in, Folsom and it happened so fast that we just ended up bringing everything with us. So it was kind of a cluster. And, and so that's been with us all this time. So it feels super cleansing and super light. So we only loaded up the truck with everything that we, that we loved. And so that's all en route here right now, the boat and my electric car. So Bailey, what would I do driving an electric car here. I would still be driving. I would still be driving and yeah, charging. You, yeah, you would definitely. <laughs> so my mom has obviously a, an electric car. So it, I think it only goes like it charges when it's fully charged. It's what? 250 miles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she would have to consistently, it would take her a very, very, very long time to get to Idaho. Very long so, time. So they put, um, yeah, they put that car onto a truck and it's just crazy nowadays. Cause when I was over at your guys' house and they came in the movers and it was like, I've never seen somebody pack a house so quickly and so efficiently. And it was just within a span of six hours and yes, the whole yeah. house was filled with boxes and yeah, it just happened all really quickly. And there was a huge grieving process. I was mm -hmm. crying. I, and I didn't real you know, it's really funny because you can prepare for something or think that you'll handle it a certain way or that you'll mm -hmm. be, you know, good with it. And then it hits. And I just remember I was sitting in the room upstairs that was my room and it was empty. And I, I just kind of, this sounds so dramatic, but I just started letting myself sob. And I mm -hmm. think it was just this realization and, and it wasn't necessarily sadness. It was a little bit of sadness, but also just I think just 
being in an awe like state of Mm -hmm. realizing like sitting there in that room all the different chapters it held me through and all the different Mm -hmm. people that walked into this room and all of the emotions I processed, the things I learned, there was so you guys were in there for eight years. So I'd moved back in, moved out, moved back in, moved out, you know, went through a heartbreak, moved across the world, got rid of all my things until it was only two suitcases. And so it was just this, Mm -hmm. this realization that we were closing out a really, really big chapter. You know, we, we built and started recharge in that house. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was, I posted something on Instagram um, and some, a couple of people messaged me saying that it hit home. And I said, I said, I'm somewhere stuck in between grieving the end of an old chapter yet celebrating the beginning of a new one, because mm-hmm. we talk about this all the time. Whenever you're in a space, you're in a house, you're in a job, you're in a relationship, you're in a pattern with certain habits, whatever it may be, the universe will will start to hint if you're aware, right? If you're super present with your life and kind of not putting your head in a hole in the ground, um, it will tell you when the chapter is closing and when it's it's encouraging you to move forward because it has something bigger planned for you. You maybe learned all the lessons you needed to learn in that chapter. Um, Maybe it's keeping you stuck or stagnant. Maybe the like the energy, it's an energy leak at this point when at, at one point it did mm-hmm. serve you. So just being able to, to trust that and to, to lean into the universe's guidance and know that it has a, a lot more of an idea of what's going on than you do a lot of the time. So to feel mm-hmm. grateful when it's hinting at it uh, and to know that you can trust it because every single time I've trusted the the nudge and moved on to the next chapter, Later on, I'm like, wow, I'm so grateful. I gained the courage and the bravery to pull off the Band-Aid and, and dive into the unknown because my life, it completely changed my life. Mm-hmm. It was so well said, I have to say, because that I feel like I've been on a roller coaster. Oh, and you're drinking out of my mug. Oh, Yeah, I'm drinking that. tea. So I'm sorry if you're hearing gulping right now. I'm going to try mm-hmm. not to drink anymore, but um, oh, I have a cup gosh, of hot that- tea. It made me happy to see that. Yeah. So, so, um, it has been a roller coaster of a ride for me. And then I've gotten very, very close to Diane, my very dear friend. And I probably went over to her house and sobbed way more than she needed. So it's like, she has been like one of, one of the jewels that I have like so grateful for her friendship and, So it's just like that, like things have changed. And then having people call me and say, Sacramento's not going to be the same. It's, you know, it just is so, even though, and I keep reminding myself of this so I can feel better is that we're going to be back there. Like we're going to be back there next month, like next month, we're going to be in Sacramento. So, but it's just a day retreat. Really quick. We have a day retreat coming up on June 11th. We still Mm -hmm. have spots open. Mm -hmm. They fill up pretty quick. So Mm -hmm. if you're local in the Sacramento area, um, let us know if you would like to hold a spot. It's you've never been to one of our day retreats. It's they're pretty transformational. And so if you're needing a place to really reconnect with yourself on a deeper level, pick up tools to elevate your life and do it in a room with like-minded individuals. And then this is for you. Yeah, we actually have people fly in. 
with the last one, we had people there from Arkansas, somebody there from Oklahoma, from Las Vegas, from Las Vegas. So we, so if you feeling the call, if you're feeling a calling, answer it. That's how Bailey and I actually move our whole life and build everything that we build is by, by just doing that. When we hear a nudging, we, we answer it. Although I did drag my feet a little bit on Idaho. And then what ended up happening, and this is how spirit works to get our attention is that Bailey and I were gone for in Sedona for a retreat. And he said, you know, I applied for a job. And I said, what? He goes, yeah, I applied for a coaching job because he loves coaching high school, loves coaching high school students because he feels like they are, they are so, um, they'll, he said, they'll run through walls for you coaches football. So he wants them to run through walls. And so he just loves their passion and their um, coachability. So Anyhow, so he, uh, he goes, and guess what I found out? He goes, they're, they're hiring in Idaho. And I said, what? And he goes, so I applied and it was just, so that was like the final thing. It's like, okay, you really want us to go to Idaho. So I, I'm going to go. And, and, and Bailey had had decided that she was going to move in with her brother. So it's like, this had all happened within a very short period of time. So it doesn't need to take years for you to move. I mean, I can't even, it, my husband and I keep walking around going, we're really here. Like it's, we're, we're, it's hard to imagine that we're here. Yes. I'm sleeping on an air mattress. Yes. I'm literally sitting here on a podcast in a lawn chair, talking to Bailey. <laughs> but, but our furniture is coming. And so we're, you know, we're just answering the call. So, and yes, it's scary sometimes, but like, like Bailey said, to stay stuck and, and not move through the energy and not learn and grow. You, it's just, just, just come to the retreat, number one, and we will help you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a bit for people that don't know my, obviously my mom's in Idaho and then I'm in Las Vegas now. And I want to talk about really quick, the astrology that we're all in within March, because if you follow astrology at all, then you already know what I'm going to say. But if you don't, then this is a beautiful little insight for you to maybe have a little bit of reinsurance as to how it's been impacting your life and how you've been feeling it. Because March was a huge, huge pivotal month within the astrology for the collective and what's to come. It's pretty exciting. Um, So if you, it's just so funny because we didn't realize that we were doing this move during this huge shift within this, um, yeah, the astrology within March. And it just so happened that it aligned perfectly, but this, this past March really was a huge push for new beginnings and new revelations. Um, obviously we just went into Aries season. So Aries season is basically like the new year for, um, astrology. It's the first sign in the Zodiac chart. So it kicks off a whole new beginning of going through all of the signs again, but not just that, uh, Pluto, which Pluto is, the planet, when it comes around, it creates this massive death and rebirth around whichever energy, whichever uh, sign it is. And so the last time Pluto moved was in 2008 in Capricorn. And what happened then in 2008, if anybody remembers what comes to mind, it was the financial crisis. And Capricorn has to do a lot with uh, the structures of things, financial stability. I mean, they're it's kind of like the to-do list. So of course it kind of shook up the, yeah, the financial status of the whole 
country of the world. And so now Pluto, it's really, really beautiful. And I'm going to explain actually what's happening already within it. Um, but Pluto just moved into Aquarius. And the last time that Pluto was in Aquarius was over 200 years ago. And what happened during that 200 or what happened in that time when it switched into Aquarius, which Aquarius is all about the collective. It's all about finding a new way of doing things. And so the last time that Aquarius moved into uh, or Pluto moved into Aquarius again, over 200 years ago, the French revolution happened, the enlightenment and the industrial revolution. So it's a huge, huge theme of creating changes in social order, social organization and human rights. And I just, you know, I think it's so we're going to be working with this energy over the next around 13 years. And I would just encourage you to pay attention to what's going on within technology, within social media, because I really have a feeling like that's where it's going to hit the strongest. For example, um, it's so funny because what happened already was TikTok is actually in a in a lawsuit with um, the Supreme Court. And they're in a lawsuit for they're selling data to China, but also for this is super interesting, uh, manipulating the youth and um, culture, basically, whether it's through facial filters or creating algorithms, like deepening programming in a lot of ways. And it's really impacting a lot of the youth. And so they're creating more boundaries around that as far as like, even that they if you're on Instagram right now, you probably notice that you can now buy a blue check mark, which is the check mark that verifies you on Instagram. And now anybody can have it if they pay, I think it's like $13 a month. So they're kind of taking away that, um, that I don't want to say superiority, like the complex of, of being above everybody else. Um, but that was just interesting. So I'm wondering what their motivation is behind that. Oh my gosh, Bailey, I just had deja vu. Oh, did you? Oh, oh my gosh, I just had deja vu that I was sitting here. I'm literally looking out this window and I was talking to you. This is so weird. How strange. I'm I sorry. I, remember, I know this is, this oh, is I, how it works, people. Yeah. But so anyhow, I'm go ahead. Back on that. track. I had deja vu for the first time actually in a long time when I was in um, our kitchen yesterday and one of Levi's friends was over and he said something and I had deja vu and I was like, oh, okay, so I must be on the right path. This must be the right decision. But I'll read this really quick. It says, um, France has proposed a new law requiring influencers to disclose the use of filters or editing. So it's so interesting because that was posted, I think, yesterday. It's just you know, it's already wow. happening and the shifts mm -hmm. are already happening. And I think it's so important that we do create boundaries with technology because obviously, you know, the world in 20 years is going to look completely different, especially with how quickly technology is advancing. So this could not come out more perfect timing, I feel like. So just yeah. that. And yeah, this month is all about new beginnings. I mean, even Saturn just moved as well into Pisces, which Saturn moves every two and a half years. It moved during March. Um, and that's like a whole other, whole other story. Cause Saturn is a, it's like Pluto, not quite as transform transforming. It's more of this tangible world. They, they call like, um, Saturn, the maturing planet. It kind of brings people into adulthood. So for it to move into Pisces and Pisces is the 12th Zodiac sign. So it's all about 
you know, consciousness, the ethereal world, spirituality. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out too. We're, we're going into a really exciting time. I actually, during the move, I found my, um, an astrological chart that was done by somebody quite a few years ago. And, um, I didn't understand it. So Bailey, Bailey looked at it she, because we were dig, going through all the papers and she goes, oh my gosh, look at this and started reading my chart. And she, so I'm saving it and Bailey, I'm bringing it to Bali yes. with me because I want you to read it for me. I want to read it. We were already, we were in the middle <laughs> of a big move, so I couldn't dive too deep into it, but it's an old school, old school um, reading, which will be fun to kind of look at how, you know, I love how, seeing how other astrologers you know, present their work because every astrologer is different. It's, you can read a chart. Some one astrologer could read a chart and interpret it, you know, differently. Not they'll still be major themes that are the same, but you know, there's a lot of intuitive uh, hits in it as well. So yeah, that's Mm -hmm. it. I just wanted to kind of share that because if you've been feeling um, Mm -hmm. like overwhelmed or you're going through changes or new beginnings, you're right on time. There's also a huge amount of solar energy coming down onto the planet right now from the sun, at least last week there was. So, um, which can cause, you can think of it as saying if you were uh, a plug in a wall and somebody took you out of a smaller plug and moved you into a bigger plug with more energy, that's kind of how it, it reacts with us and in our body. It, it, yeah, just, it can feel overwhelming if you're not attuned or if you're not diving into grounding practices, which, yeah. So so many crazy things that happened last month. So I hope you guys are all feeling good and taking care of yourselves and, and doing practices that ground you and, and having bravery to take leaps when they're presented to you. Mm -hmm. Which is so important not to, not to be stuck, not Not to to feel stuck. Yeah. Yeah. So for, we really wanted to share with, um, with you as well. We think this is really important as you move through changes is what do you do when you move to a new place or you're starting something new or um, you're having a new beginning in, in any area for, for myself with a big move, like this is a energetic move. It's a physical move. It's moving your house. Um, or if you're going through a divorce, anything like that and moving out of your old house and into a new area, you know, cause a lot of people that, that we are coaching through recharge are going through massive transitions right now, whether it be um, the death of a loved one, transitions through, like I said, divorces or separations or new relationships, old relationships ending. So what do you do to stay grounded? So the the first thing that I always do is make sure that I'm getting enough sleep. I mean, that is like number one. If I don't get enough sleep, then I'm even more emotional than this than this change has brought up and this big move has brought up and, you know, having my kids over there and all the things that come, all the emotions that come with that. It's um, been really important for me to make sure that I'm nourishing my body, that I'm hydrating, that I'm feeding my body good food. It's not the time that you want to, for me, Bailey, my Bailey's in Vegas and she's with her brother. So they might be having more fun (laughs) in that direction than I am. But for myself, for what I need for me is to make sure my vessel is clear um, and really be able to listen for signs on what direction to go. I'm meeting new people. So I want my, my energy to be on point and clear. So I know 
you know, so I know who is energetically ta tapping into me and, um, and if I want that energy on me or not. So one of the things that side note to that is to make sure that in order to release your old place that you, that you were, that you were sleeping, living, eating, having relationships in, you know, growing all the things that we were doing in our old house, um, that you bless and release it. Cause I was really attached. I was thinking about, I had this tree outside and I've talked about the tree in our podcast before and her name is Eva and she was outside my window and I really loved watching her go through the season. So she lost all her leaves. She was just starting to bud when we were leaving. And, you know, I miss looking out my office window and seeing her. So I just, I did a little prayer. I blessed and released her because I, I loved that tree. It was real. I love seeing her leaves. She had those beautiful orange and red and gold colors during the fall. So, um, so anyhow, so when I came into my new house, I, uh, some of the things that I do and people have been asking about it is I actually brought a house blessing candle with me. I got, got it on Amazon and I also have my mandala moon candles. So I have my grounding candle, the sacral candle, and then I have my heart chakra candle. And then I also have my crown chakra candle. So I have my three candles and I lit all of them while I did a prayer and my husband joined me and we lit the house blessing together and we asked for a blessing on this house so I did a prayer of protection I asked that this house be filled with love and light that it is um, has a bubble of, of a, the beautiful highest vibrational white light around it to keep it safe from any harm or evil or anybody wishing any harm or evil or any type even if it's unconscious you know not people don't always consciously do it but sometimes you know if they're throwing you hear that sending you the evil eye or it just sometimes happens when people think that you're going through everything so easily and, and they're not. And it's really that we're here, obviously here sharing all of our vulnerabilities and hard times. And this just happens to be one of the high times for both of us, even though both Bailey and I, even though it's um, it can be emotional. So we also, it, when we came back and when we did the house and then I took my sage, I lit my say, I lit my sage and I walked through the house and I called in the white light. I said, All, anything that is of the highest, highest white light vibration, you are welcome here. I called in my angels. I called in my ancestors who are here um, watching us grow and really help elevate the world. I asked them to come help. I asked for Archangel Michael, who's one of my protectors, and and just had called in all of my light team to be here at this house and created a portal. And a portal is just an, an energy spot that's open for only for the highest vibration to come in so that I can really operate at my highest level as far as, you know, getting ideas, having a mental clarity, be... Um, not having grace and ease and flow in my day. And this house, I filled this house with love, joy, abundance, and prosperity and great health. And that's, and I asked for that. So remember, not asking is asking. Not asking is allowing anything to come in and not, and not being clear about what your intentions are for your new home. So we asked for a blessing on this. We blessed and released the old home so that the old home could now be there for somebody, for another family. 
And, um, and then we just said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You always want to give thanks. And then you, then I said, and so it is. So that's how we started the process. Bailey, did you do something similar? Tell me what you did. Tell everybody what you did. Yeah. I mean, I, there was a, I think the emotional cleansing and allowing myself to cry and what you said, um, saying, thank you. Like I was constantly in gratitude for the house and for that chapter. And, and not only that, but gratitude for having the, the privilege and the opportunity to be able to move and to be able to have the freedom and, and be kind of supported into a new chapter. Like that was just so huge for me. And then when I came into this space, it was really important that in my meditations, I was grounding into the space and in a visualization when, after I was done doing my breath work, I would sit and I would imagine me expanding the light outside of me and expanding it into the room and into every single corner and almost watching it dissolve away anything that is gray or heavy. And then imagine it going out my, my door frame and going into the kitchen, expanding the light in there, expanding it in the living room and the bathroom all over the place and then wrapping it wrapping the whole house in white light and that's a beautiful way to really work with the energy mm-hmm. when you're feeling clear after your meditation or after maybe a hot yoga class when you're feeling super grounded you know light using palo santo before we hopped on this call i actually took palo santo and i took it up and i i waved it into the corners of each room i waved it around me you know, calling in the support, Mm -hmm. calling in protection. So it's all about just intentional intention setting, especially when you first step into a new place, you can put selenite wands above your uh, door frames, which also creates protection and clearing if you, especially if you put it in your front door. So anything that walks in is automatically cleared, anything that leaves Mm -hmm. Um, lighting candles, like my mom said, and each of the houses. I'm pretty sure she posted her story when she did that on there, you know, just Mm -hmm. really doing things. Energy is real. We talk about this Mm -hmm. all the time. Energy is so real and, and houses do hold, you know, souls. They get trapped. I mean, we've seen it firsthand. I don't know if you guys, whoever's listening has heard the podcast about when we were in Sedona and, you know, we were in a haunted Airbnb and Carrie (laughs) saw that she woke up in the middle. We woke up I was already sleeping in my mom's bed. There was three bedrooms. There was three of us, but I was already sleeping in my mom's bed because the night prior I'd heard a huge knock, like somebody slammed their fist down when I was trying to go to sleep on my bedside table next to me. And so I was like, nope, and got up and went and slept in my mom's room. And then the next night we're sleeping, I'm sleeping in there and we see, we hear Carrie come in screaming and screaming. She, we open, we wake up and she's like, I woke up and there was this um old cowboy that was like staring at me while I was sleeping and so he was just a stuck little soul in Sedona that Mm -hmm. was probably been there for who knows how long so it's just you know we talk about this stuff not because of course because there is validity in it but also because we've experienced it firsthand (laughs) so firsthand yeah so we know it's like you know some of this stuff sounds so woo-woo but you know we are we are woo-woo like Mm-hmm. Whether people accept it or not, they are woo woo is just it just represents spirituality. Woo woo is awareness. <laughs> well, and it it represents spirit, and we are all mm-hmm. have spirit within us. So 
Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Anyways, that was a tangent, but um, just to be aware of that and know that houses do hold energy. And if you're moving into an old, older house, especially um, just to really honor the space, tap it into your own energy and know that you're freaking powerful. Like you can clear a space mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, that's kind of what, how we, you want to add but another else? thing. Yeah. Cause the, the old house, you brought up a really good point about being in an older house. Cause we moved into a newer house. So there's no energy in the walls, you know? So, so like, I think your apartment, they probably painted the walls mm. because, you know, because you want, if you move into an old house, please paint the walls because it holds the emotions of the, the last family that was there. So if there was a lot of arguing or discontent or chaos that's held in the wall and that will affect your sleep. It'll affect your relationships. It's really important that you clear it. If you feel an energy, so I can feel energy and I can feel energetic beings in the house and the house that we were in, in Sedona that Bailey brought up the left, the right side of the, the place was clear. It was the left side with the bedrooms that was not clear and we could feel it. It was really distinct. And so I'm here. This energy is super clear. I can feel that in this is a rough, it's a prairie that I'm literally on a prairie and I can feel that there were Indians here, but I don't feel any bad energy about it. And I certain the house is certainly clear, but the, the land itself, I do feel Indians here. So for those of you that are in older homes, again, paint the walls, um, put salt in all the corners of your house. So put salt in all the corners of your house, just plain salt, you know, any table salt. Put it say I'm clearing this house. You put it in all four corners of every room. You can also, if you feel like, you know, that you want to protect your home, you can put not just selenite above the door, but you can take a line of salt and just put it along the front of the door. Anybody who has um, ill will or harm for what is directing that at you, it will clear that. So put it at your front door and your back door. And then again, we'll walk through the house with either palisanto or sage um, and, and a white pillar candle is really important. Just, and then put it someplace safe, like on your marble countertop in the center and leave that white candle burning. Um, the whole time you're asking for the white light to fill up your home. Bailey did it energetically by asking for it through her meditation, which was beautiful. And she expanded it out. And then you can add the layer of the white pillar candle if you would like to, um, really is powerful. And then the last thing in Bailey and I've talked about this quite a few times is hold up your hands and say, I do not consent. If you feel any type of energy that does not belong there. Um, some people say to open up the windows. I say, help them get outside. So open up the windows. I know they can just go through the wall, but if you're opening up the window, it's also symbolic. And you can say, you are no longer welcome. You welcome here. It is time to leave. Go. You must go. You are not welcome here. It is time to go. And so it is. And then you claim it because your words, it's called spell casting. That's why we talk about spelling. You know, when you talk about a spelling bee, spelling words, it's spell casting. So you want to make sure that you say it out loud and you say it with the motion and you ask whatever that energy is to leave. They cannot stay if you, if you say that, but if you just are like, oh, I feel that. And I'm, in, I'm afraid lower vibrations. Like Bailey was said, if I see anything gray or dark, like she, you can feel a color. Um, if it feels gray or dense or heavy, 
um, you and you ask it, it and you ask it to leave, it must leave. It, it cannot stay. How we personally clear our space, of course, people do it differently in different places. You know, it's finding what really mm-hmm. resonates for you. Um, but I just think stepping into your own energy and owning it and becoming intentional with it can take you wonders. So we also kind of wanted to share a little bit on what we do to acclimate to a new city. Cause I've moved to, I mean, probably I've moved to so many new cities, <laughs> so many new cities, like <laughs> I think seven new cities and my mom as well has. So we're pretty good at, at changing it up and adapting. And so here we're going to share a little bit of just a small little list. I know my mom has her own thing and we do similar things because the thing is too, would change your nervous system probably freaks out a little bit. So we always try to find a gym right away, no matter where mm-hmm. we're at, even when we're um, doing a retreat, we find a gym in that city because that is a way and a space, no matter what you do in the gym, that it's a very anchoring and grounding space. Mm-hmm. It always is. It always will be. And moving your body, the body stores emotions, the body stores stagnant energy. So really getting the body moving, sweating, sweating, that is a huge way to stay grounded and cleanse anything that's not yours. A lot of people don't talk about it because it doesn't sound as, you know, as uh, sexy. Sexy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But sweating for me is so like the number one thing that I do to Mm -hmm. cleanse my own energy. So yeah, finding a gym that you resonate with. Also, you have to make sure you like the gym, like like the atmosphere, like mm-hmm. the people that are there, like, every, you know, or else you will not feel inspired. I know if I don't like a space or a gym, I was paying for a gym in Reno when I was living there because it was just it was like $10 a month. And I was like, okay, that's, that'll work. I, I don't need anything else. But then I found myself because I, I didn't like the gym. It didn't matter how mm-hmm. cheap it was. So I wasn't even going versus if I paid, you know, maybe a little bit extra for a place that I actually really enjoyed, I would actually use the membership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I do the same thing that Bailey does. The first thing that, that I did the next day that we got here on Sunday was found, I found a gym and crazy enough. I, I do not like, and nothing against planet fitness, but I do not like any of them in um, the Sacramento area because they just felt dirty and dingy and energy was dark and they were very cave-like. Well, lo and behold, I went to, I've heard several, I asked, was asking people, where do you work out? I asked the Starbucks person, where do you work out? The grocery, where do you work out? And, and the server, where do you work out? And everybody's working out at this Planet Fitness at the mall. So I went and checked it out. And she's, and so our server the other night, she said, yeah, we work out at Planet. She goes, I work out at Planet Fitness because they have red light therapy that's included. She goes, I pay for the extra pack or the beauty pack or the spa pack. I can't remember what she called it. And um, it also has massages and all of these things. So it's like, I'll just, I'll go check it out. Huge windows, really super clean, great equipment, really nice people, Went there one time. He let me use it for free. We the last time we were here up in, um, up in this area, we, we went to a gym and they charged us, you know, more than the monthly membership for a Planet Fitness. I'm paying twenty five dollars a month and I get 
um, red light therapy, which I did today, which builds collagen. It's um, great for your immune system. It really helps your body heal. And, um, and it's red light therapy. So I went and did it today, Bailey. I did it for 12 minutes. I'm so jealous. I really want to, I've been seeing more and more of it and I really want to try it, but I'm so jealous. (laughs) And then they had this thing called the, the, you know, that thing that was at lifetime where people sat on and it vibrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never knew what that was for. Well, the red light therapy booth vibrates at the same time that you're getting the red light therapy. Wow. So you're multitasking. So I was standing on this this vibrating thing and I go, oh, did it, did it go, what number do you want? I go, I'll go with three. That's probably, it probably goes to 10. Well, three was the highest. Oh so my I god! Like, I was I was vibrating so hard that I had to hold on to the pole because it was shaking me so much. No wonder everybody's going to this Planet Fitness. Oh my gosh! So I was vibrating, and I was red light therapy, and I got my workout in, and it's twenty five dollars a month. I mean, yeah. I just so anyhow. So I found that, and then the second thing that I do after after we both go get the gym is I find the grocery store. I find a store that I like shopping at. I went to a store today that I was not really super thrilled with. The uh, produce was, was kind of didn't look really like it was super fresh. And, um, and, but the clerk was really nice. And I always like that when people are friendly, but I, everything else, it just it felt kind of dingy and dark in there. So I, I'm still on the lookout for a grocery store. Did you find a grocery store? No, not yet. I'm, I'm, I think that there's a Trader Joe's nearby that I want to go check out, but that I'm still on the hunt for. Uh, but I did find a gym that I really like. Actually, UNLV is like, I think a mile, I ran there the other day and it's a mile and a half from my place. And their student gym, which is like three stories, is only $20. So that was really nice. So I found the gym, um, but not the grocery store yet. And then um, Bailey's making lots of friends. Um, I I'm making, I made one friend. Yay! <laughs> yes! Where did you meet her? Um, I actually went to Dry Bar, which is my third one. I was trying to get hair place. And um, we're doing couples retreats now. And she goes, you need to do one in Sedona. So anyhow, I was going to talk to Bailey about that. We haven't put it on the calendar or anything yet, but where we have added couples retreats and she's, she was super excited about that. And I'm actually going to go back to her again. Cause I, number one, she was super friendly and um, just a really nice person, very welcoming and Right now, I, I feel like I need lots of blankets around me because I'm still a little, I feel a little vulnerable because I don't, I'm still learning my way around, like driving the streets and stuff. So when I find somebody who's nice to me, I'm kind of like that, you're that like a lab, like a golden, golden lab or something where they find somebody who's nice to them. They want to go and rub up against them and be really, mm-hmm. and so any, so anyhow, so I, she was super nice. And so I'm going to go back to her. Um, and, um, so I have one friend here and her name's Nikki. Nikki. (laughs) Her name is Nikki. We like Nikki. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, so those are, I don't, do you have anything else? Because I mainly just focus on, um, also I like to find trails around to run Mm -hmm. on. I think finding a, a place out in nature is really, really important to me. I've done that every single place I've lived. I've always had a certain trail that I always went to that really, 
was felt spiritual to me. I, I don't know how else mm. to explain it, but was kind of the, the way that I really grounded in the city and, and connected back in with myself. So have finding, you found a trail? You know, actually, cause I made a friend. I made a friend. Oh, you I did. Went, I, her name is <laughs> Caitlin. You guys are getting the scoop, <laughs> but <laughs> so she's going to show me. I think we're going to go on a sunset hike. It's called Lone Lone Mountain, I think. And it's a oh, very the only cool. thing is it's like a 30 minute drive from me. So it's not very close. A lot of the other places that I've lived where I found, like I used to go run the hill. I would always post that on my, my stories every time I was out there. And that was like 10 minutes from our house. And then when I was in Reno, I would go and run the N, which was right behind UNR. If you know Reno, Reno at all, it was like a 10 minute drive from my house. So um, in Bali, I would go, there's this route I would always take and I would run the beach. So I'm finding where that is for me. Yeah. I, I found a trail, um, that I want to actually take you on Yeah, and it, and it goes right in front of uh, planet fitness and it runs Bailey. You're not going to believe this and everybody else you're, you're, it runs from Canada all the way down to Coeur d'Alene Lake. And it's called the Centennial trail. So we can ride our bikes on it. We can go, um, we're actually going to be doing, um, a corporate retreat for our, for our wonderful team in August. And we're going to bring, so I want to research the trails. We want to take them paddle boarding. I have a kayak, um, possibly hiking, definitely hiking, um, maybe biking. It just depends on how many bikes we have, but we're going to be doing a lot of fun things. So I'll be doing the exploring here and we potentially might be doing a retreat here. The lady, um, my new friend, Nikki asked if we would be doing any retreats in Coeur d'Alene as well. So so we have, and we definitely want to do some things in Las Vegas. So we have a lot of, um, a lot of stuff that we're exploring, which makes it more, I think it makes it more fun for me as a resident here in this area now to be able to actually um, explore because I now have a purpose behind it besides, besides the fact that it's, that I love being outdoors. It is a little cold here. Like I said, you know, we've had every range, but when we go to Bali, by the way, everybody, we're leaving for Bali next week on mm-hmm. Tuesday. Yeah, crazy. So, crazy. So, but when I get back from Bali, they said, well, when we when I leave next week, it's going to be in uh, the high is going to be 70 degrees here. What's, wow. what's the high there in Las Vegas? It's actually been really kind of weird. Yesterday, it was super nice. I think it was like 75. And then today, it's been we've been having these crazy wind gusts. Like I felt like the house is about to fall over at certain points and it's a little bit cloudy. So it's been kind of when we came in, it was raining, but yeah, it's, we're going into the hot season here though. I love, I love the heat. People keep telling me (laughs) when they found out I was moving to Vegas, they're like, Oh, well you better love the heat. And I'm like, I I do love the heat. So yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm in the right spot, but I did want to share one last thing is that if you have a pet, like we we had a pet, I really recommend the CBD oil for traveling. I really recommend that. It was so beneficial for, for Blackie and for little bears. They didn't have massive anxiety and make us crazy throughout the whole trip and make themselves crazy. I think that that it was less traumatizing for them. And then the um, we're keeping Blackie inside, even though she, he is an indoor outdoor cat, we're keeping him inside and he has been really uh, acclimating really well. First, she, we put him in the bathroom in a small space with a big blanket and um, a potty box and some food and water. 
And then we opened the door and let him come out and walk around. And then he would go back in. And now he is just, that cat is like amazing. So he is just, he is just, I have so much mad respect, Bailey, for Blackie now. I can't even tell you. Just I'm shocked. The most- <laughs> I'm shocked, I'm shocked honestly, because we were kind of worried about that one. But but anyhow, we hope that we shared some tips with you that really help you cleanse your house. Get, if you're moving or going through a transition, some tips that you could have gathered to help you with that transition. And so you can move through it with grace and ease. Bailey, thank you for sharing all of that wonderful information about what's going on. I think we should make that a regular part of the podcast because I love hearing mm-hmm. about what's going on astrologically. I think it's so powerful and it's right on point with so many people I'm coaching and um, with the energy in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll start doing that. I'll just do a little, maybe five minute in the mm-hmm. beginning uh, energy update within the collective because April's a really powerful month too. So um, about next time we will be recording, I'm pretty sure we'll be when we're in Bali together. We'll have mm-hmm. the mics right now we're recording over zoom. So it might sound a little bit mm-hmm. different. But I'll do a little energy update for you guys um, and explain what April is mm-hmm. going to be like and the themes and everything because it's fun. I I've been you know studying it for my own my own reasons and my own wanting to have that knowledge um, for a while now. So this is a perfect place to share it. Yeah, I love it. I think everybody else does too. Yeah. So love you, Bailey Boo. I love you. Thank Thank you so much for listening to us. We appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you for listening in to another episode and we will be talking to you guys soon. From Bali. From Bali. So sending you guys all the love. Bye. Bye.